Hi, this is Brad Constantine, and this is a podcast recording of the Old Testament. Although this is not an official recording of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, every effort's been made to be as doctrinally accurate as possible. I'll be using for the text the Joseph Smith translation of the Old Testament, along with many commentaries from general authorities of the Church, BYU professors, Bible scholars, and others. This format will be very detailed, and so if you want a deep analysis of the Old Testament, you come to the right place. Thanks for your attendance. Hi, and welcome back to the Old Testament podcast. This is going to be for 1 Samuel chapter 10. Then Samuel took a vial of oil and poured it upon the head and kissed him and said, Is it not because the Lord hath anointed thee to be captain over his inheritance? Anointing with oil was a symbol of endowment with the Spirit of God, as the oil itself, by virtue of the strength which it gives to the vital spirit, was a symbol of the Spirit of God as the principle of divine and spiritual power. When Saul, therefore, was consecrated as king by anointing, the monarchy was inaugurated as a divine institution. I think they still do that. That was by Kiel. When thou art departed from me today, then thou shalt find two men by Rachel's sepulchre in the border of Benjamin at Zelzah, and they will say unto thee, The asses which thou wentest to seek are found. And lo, thy father hath left the care of the asses, and sorroweth for you, saying, What shall I do for my son? Then shalt thou go on forward from thence, and thou shalt come to the plain of Tabor, and there shall meet thee three men going up to God to Bethel, one carrying three kids, and another carrying three loaves of bread, and another carrying a bottle of wine. And they will salute thee, and give thee two loaves of bread, which thou shalt receive of their hands. The act of the gift of the two loaves of bread was an was in homage of the part of the godly in Israel, but it did not supersede nor swallow up the higher homage to God, only two loaves out of all the sacrificial gifts being presented to Saul. This would indicate royalty in subordination to God, and that was by Alfred Edersheim. After that thou shalt come to the hill of God, where is the garrison of the Philistines, and it shall come to pass, when thou art come thither to the city, that thou shalt meet a company of prophets coming down from the high place with the salt with a psaltery and a tabret and a pipe and a harp before them, and they shall prophesy. The prophets there were at that time prophetic associations called the School of the Prophets. It became a permanent institution in Israel, for the effect of music is to detach from surrounding circumstances, to call forth strong feelings, and to make us yield ourselves implicitly to, the, to their influence. The music created a heightened state of spirituality, just like the effect of music on us today. And that was by Alfred Edersheim. And the Spirit of the Lord will come upon thee, and thou shalt prophesy with them, and shalt be turned into another man. And let it be, when these signs are come unto thee, that thou do as occasion shall serve. In other words, whatever occasion demands, for God is with thee. And thou shalt go up, but thou shalt go down before me to Gilgal, and behold, I will come down unto thee to offer burnt offerings, and to sacrifice sacrifices of peace offerings. Seven days shalt thou tarry, till I come to thee, and show thee what thou shalt do. So this is a test here for Saul. And it was so that when he had turned his back to go from Samuel, God gave him another heart, and all those signs came to pass that day. And when they came thither to the hill, behold, a company of prophets met him, and the Spirit of God came upon him, and he prophesied among them, The Lord will work with us, even if at first we, do, we can do no more than desire, but are willing to give place for a portion of his words. A small foothold is all he needs, but we must desire and provide it. That was by Neil Maxwell. And says in Doctrine and Covenants, Behold, the Lord requireth the heart and a willing mind, and the willing and the obedient shall eat the good of the land in, the, in Zion, or the land of Zion in, the, in these last days. 
Verse 11, And it came to pass when all that knew him before time saw that before. Behold, he prophesied among the prophets. Then the people said one to another, What is this that is come unto the son of Kish? Is Saul also among the prophets? And one of the same place answered and said, But who is their father? Therefore it became a proverb, Is Saul also among the prophets? And when he made an end of prophesying, he came to the high place. And Saul's uncle said unto him and to his servant, Whither went ye? And he said to seek the, the asses. And when he saw that they were no, nowhere, he came to Samuel. And Saul's uncle said, Tell me, I pray thee, what Samuel said unto you. And Saul said unto his uncle, He told us plainly that the asses were found. But of the manner of the kingdom thereof, or whereof Samuel spake, he told, he told him not. And Samuel called the place together, called the people together unto the Lord to Mizpah. But as yet the choice of Saul had been a secret between the messenger of the Lord and the new king. As in every other case, so in this God would give the person called to most difficult work every opportunity of knowing his will and every encouragement to do it. For this purpose, Samuel had first called up great thoughts in Saul, then consumed with him long and and then communed with him long and earnestly, then give, given him undoubted evidence that the message he bore was God's, and finally embodied in one significant direction alike a warning of his danger and guidance for his safety. All this had passed secretly between the two, that undisturbed by influences from without, Saul might consider his calling and future course, and this in circumstances most favorable to a happy issue, while the transaction was still, as it were, between God and himself, and before he could be led astray by the intoxicating effect of success, or by popular flattery. And now this brief period of preparation was passed, and what had been done in secret must be confirmed in public. Accordingly, Samuel summoned the people, no doubt by their representatives, to a solemn assembly before Jehovah in Mizpah. Here the first great victory over the Philistines had been obtained by prayer, and here there was an altar unto Jehovah. As so often before, the lot was solemnly cast to indicate the will of God, but before so doing, Samuel once more presented to the people what the leadership of the Lord had been in the past, and what their choice of another leadership implied, this not with the view of annulling the proposed establishment of royalty, but that, but with that of leading the people to rep- repentance of their sin in connection with it. But the people remained unmoved, and now the lot was drawn. That was by Edersheim again. Verse 18, And said unto the children of Israel, Thus saith the Lord God of Israel, I brought up Israel out of Egypt, and delivered you out of the hand of the Egyptians, and out of the hand of, the, of all kingdoms, and of them that oppressed you. And ye have this day rejected your God, who himself saved you out of all your adversities and your tribulations. And ye have said unto him, Nay, but said a king over us. Now therefore present yourselves before the Lord by your tribes and by your thousands. And when Samuel had caused all the tribes of Israel to come near, the tribe of Benjamin was taken, drawn from an urn. When he had caused the tribe of Benjamin to come near by their families, the family of Matri was taken, and Saul the son of Kish was taken. And when they sought him, he could not be found. Therefore they inquired of the Lord further, if the man should should yet come thither. And the Lord answered, Behold, he hath hid himself among the stuff. And they, and they ran and fetched him thence, and when, the, when he stood among the people, he was higher than any of the people from his shoulders and upward. And Samuel said to all the people, See ye him whom the Lord hath chosen, that there is none like him among all the people. And all the people shouted and said, God save the king. Then Samuel told the people the manner of the kingdom and, and wrote it in a book and laid it up before the Lord. And Samuel sent all the people away, every man to his house.
Samuel still still tries to talk Israel out of having a king. Samuel says that Israel has rejected the Lord. They insist. Saul is called, but is hiding. The people choose Saul as their king. Why was Saul chosen to be king? The new king was to embody in the person of the new king the, the ideal which Israel had had in view of making their demand for a monarchy. He should reflect their religious standpoint at its best, but he should also represent their national failings and the inmost defect of the religious life of, that of combining zeal for the religion of Jehovah and outward conformity to it with utter want of real heart, submission to the Lord, and of true devotedness to him. Several books are mentioned in the Old Testament which are not part of the present canon of Scripture. Elder McConkie wrote, References made in both the Old and New Testaments to books and epistles which are not now available. These include the Book of the Covenant, Book of the Wars of the Lord, Book of Jasher, Book of Statutes, Book of the Acts of Solomon, Books of Nathan and Gad, Prophecy of Ahijah, and Visions of Edo. The book of Jehu, Acts of Uzziah, written by Isaiah, Sayings of the Seers, an epistle of Paul to the Corinthians, an epistle of Paul to the Ephesians, an epistle of Paul to the Laodosians, epistle of Jude, and the prophecies of Enoch. Certainly the standard works do not contain all that God has spoken to his children, and those who say that the Bible is all there is are mistaken. The Book of Mormon itself does not contain even a hundredth part of all that Mormon had at his disposal to make his abridgment. Verse 26, And Saul also went home to Gibeah, and there went with him a band of men whose hearts God had touched. But the children of Belial said, How shall this man save us? And they despised him and brought him no presents, but he held his peace or ignored them. That's the end of chapter 10. So come back next time and see what happens. Bye.